start. Sooners of Oklahoma, 12-0, and still looking for respect nationwide. Reggie Pearson Jr., bye week is over, game week is here. How are we feeling this week, man? Coming off the big win against Texas, um, life has probably slowed down at least to some extent through through the bye week. Got to recover a little bit, but um, all in on game week. How how are we doing, brother? Good, good. The bye week went really well. Uh, did some preparation on UCF. Uh, and, uh, you know, having those extra days to do that definitely helps and uh, makes us more confident in, in the game, going into the game and knowing what they do and the schemes and uh, also uh, solidifying our schemes for the, for the game. So this should be good. It's definitely good. Uh, like you said, coming off that win, uh, it was definitely fun. It was a fun win. But, uh, of course, moving on to the next and preparing for whatever is upcoming. Now, I want to ask because fans are going to want to know, you know, kind of went to the bye week. There wasn't a whole lot of media availability right after the game. But Mm -hmm. not asking about the game per se, but first OU Texas experience. What was that like for you? It was was neat. I'm going to be honest. It was tough. Uh, Just hearing, like, the crowd reactions uh, going both ways. It, It definitely, like, that was one of the more like fan engaging games that I've been in, and uh, just the the energy itself and the tension, and like just seeing everybody like really locked in. And it's, the games uh, uh, is like a crunch time game where it, it goes all the way to the end, and seeing that last drive with Dylan was that that was that was a lot that was a lot. I ain't gonna lie. So uh, um, and I was it was a great experience, and even after that. Coach let us, you know, roam around the uh, fair a little bit and grab a couple of uh, fair foods and things. So it was cool. It was a good experience. Well, what was your uh, – well, what's your favorite fair food? Because I can't – you can't say that and then I, me let you get by without asking. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm still kind of basic. Like, a lot of people go for the corn dogs. That's OD. Um, I'm more <laughs> of like a tur- – yeah, I'm more of like a turkey leg hamburger okay. guy. Got it. Protein. Protein. I guess corn yeah. dogs got protein too. I, I'm with you. I'm yeah. not a huge corn dog fan, man. My yeah. wife loves corn, corn dogs. dogs. Yeah, that's that's a no go for me. So, Texas is over. You guys are mm-hmm. six and zero. You're on to UCF. You know, UCF has has a really good run game. They have, you know, they've had some injury issues this season, which has led them to maybe not have the best record. Or let me say. Uh, their desired record coming in. You're going to have an mm-hmm. excited Norman crowd. You guys are coming off the victory against Texas. What do you have to do in practice to get your your minds to sort of move away from what you've done and start focusing on what you need to do? I mean, it's kind of registered in and out. Uh, BV kind of he does it does a really good job in uh, having us move on. Uh, celebrating, of course, when when it's time to celebrate, but uh, being ready and locked in and prepared uh, when it's all said and done. So, like, we, we kind of got it uh, geared in us already to kind of move on. But, uh, yeah, like you said, they are a pretty good team. So that, that's also, like, the, the fire and energy that uh, we look forward to 
in our preparation throughout the week of practice and also uh, just, you know, putting our head down and working. That's been our, our motto these past couple of days, uh, this entire season for the most part. And, uh, uh, you know, keeping that same mindset. Well, what have you guys done? Um, I won't say from a year ago because this is your first season with Oklahoma. But what yeah. was the mindset going into this year? in terms of, of forcing turnovers. I have a theory, and, and I'm going to let you, the, the guy playing college football D1 uh, level at Oklahoma, tell me if this is right. Um, but mm-hmm. the the mindset of, of turnovers, at least as I view it, because I view uh, kind of through a performance lens of if you do the right things, good stuff will happen. And it's kind of mm-hmm. one of those things where you're not going to force turnovers without first playing really good, sound, fundamental defense. What are your yeah. thoughts on that? I mean, that's true. It's very true. Uh, um, it's so much evidence behind that. With Gentry's first interception in the Texas game, we were in a, a, a field road coverage, so he was basically the, the flat player in a his job was to stay inside of one. And uh, also in that formation that they were in, they usually run slants to the field with the two receiver side. So just having that mindset and uh, also like the film study and it's always uh, being heard through coaching, through uh, like our, our sessions and stuff like that. It was more of like uh, he was in the right spot at the right time, but also doing his job while he was doing it. So, uh, and also having a good technique doing it. So yeah, that one, it was just a, a perfect, perfect evidence to that. And also the Tulsa game, Danny's uh, pick six. We were in uh, a man coverage, and he was basically a hole dropper. And he was exactly where he was supposed to have been, uh, disguised it, and then dropped out and threw it straight to him. So it was, it's all, like you said, it's all in like the fundamentals. It's all in uh, d- uh, being where you're supposed to be and doing what you're supposed to do to make those plays happen. So, so that that leads me kind of, kind of to this question. Um, you guys have had good success defensively this year. You know, well, what's one area maybe in your game, and then as a team, uh, where you feel like you guys still need need to improve, still need to shore things up? Is there any particular spot, or is it kind of all over the field? It's kind of all over. Just in, in general, executing our calls from our stunts to our blitzes, the way we. The way we blitz and how we set up, how we set them up, also just like the details and in, in coverage from the uh, our pad level to our, our uh, pedal pace to our eyes, and uh, just our our coverage technique in general. Just it, like you said, all over, uh, we still got a lot of room to grow. Um, we had a, a and not to you know stirring nothing up but like the two touchdowns that we gave up against texas were two busts mm. so um kind of uh you know capitalizing on those uh, uh mistakes and errors uh definitely you know solidify a little bit more uh uh on our defense to you know help us execute way better well, what is the mindset when you're going against a team like UCF who who has a, a pretty solid offensive line? They're, they're going to want to run the ball. Uh, they're going to want mm-hmm. to dominate the line of scrimmage. That That's probably the only way they feel they've got a chance against you guys. Um, well, when you're going in there, particularly as a defensive player, 
knowing kind of what they want to do, playing in the secondary, does that does knowing their style of play does that make you want to? I don't want to say kind of pick up, but go in for the wild tackle, go in for the highlight hit, or, or do you really need to try and stay disciplined against teams like that? Because I mean, I'll just say it, man. You when you, when you're getting downhill on guys, you you hit guys, you tackle well in the open field. Is there a part of you that can tend to look for that highlight play and forget what your keys are and forget the fundamentals if you're not paying attention to that? No, for sure. That's just the uh, instinct of a player. Uh, of course, like a lot of things that you do on the field and uh, heated moments are habits that you have. And uh, that's the uh, in practice, like we're, we're trying to break those habits or we're trying to, you know, break bad habits and, you know, execute in the best way possible. But uh, like, yeah, they're going to be good up front. Uh, they do like to run the ball. They have two really good running backs as well as uh, Plumlee's coming back this week. So he mm-hmm. he's an uh, extra runner, too. So he, there were, that's a really good, you know, uh, uh, room. But, uh, you know, uh, for us, our mindset is give them what they want. Uh, if they want to run the ball, we have to execute in between the tackles and uh, tackle well and perimeter space, uh, our uh, our phone booth shots, all of them. So, uh uh, the highlight plays will come. Uh, I've been told this plenty of times this week. Um, just uh, when you when you get him in a phone booth, that's your highlight tackle. But uh, mm-hmm. anywhere else, you know, have some have some fundamental to, uh, to yourself and uh, um, uh, do what you're capable of, uh, of doing. So, so that's our mindset for this week, for sure. Man, what what is it like? So, uh, not not to kind of go away too much from football, but yeah, you know, everybody knows you got married this year. Um, you mm-hmm. you got the away games, you got the home games. What is that like for Mrs. Uh, Pearson Jr.? Is she going to all the games? Is she uh, got her thing kind of back at Norman? Well, what does that look like for a college player? Yeah, I mean, she goes to all the home games, uh, of course. Um, she could have went to the Texas game, but <laughs> I didn't know, and, and you know, she didn't know that she could have got on the family bus to go down there, and like nobody really knew about it. So I, I found out last minute. She was upset about it, but uh, yeah, no, for the Uh-oh. most part, she, I bet that wasn't a good games. conversation. Not really, <laughs> not really, but it's, it's all good. It got it got worked out, um, okay. but. Uh, yeah, for the most part, she only comes to the home games and uh, the away games. She stays here and uh, looks after our little puppy and uh, looks after the house and stuff like that and just, you know, do her own thing. What's, what's the little puppy's name? Scooby. Scooby. Yeah, I actually, I, I knew that. I've been yeah. following your IG, but uh, just, just wanted the folks out there to know what kind of dog is Scooby. Uh, he's a huge bully XL puppy. He's going on 10 weeks. He's probably like 25 pounds already. Oh my gosh, man. I won't ask what you paid for that. Uh, wow. Holy Uh, cow, man. (laughs) That that's crazy. Uh, so, so OU has, um, you guys have, uh, played some young guys this year, man. You being kind Mm -hmm. of the old head around there. Um, who has impressed you in the games? I know you gave us some names before the season started, but in terms of when the lights come on and they, they got to go make a play, who are some of the younger guys that have uh, uh, really caught your eye and done well? 
Yeah, for sure. It's a, a numerous of guys on the defense, of course. Um, just seeing Peyton grow a little bit more and, uh, uh, you know, him filling himself out and getting a better understanding of the speed of the game and uh, trying to slow it down and uh, make his plays. He's, he's doing really well, uh, as you can see, as a, a, a midseason freshman All-American, stuff like that. So he's he's doing really well for himself, and I'm proud of him. Uh, also, PJ at Apaju. Um he, uh, yeah, he's different. He's very explosive. He's uh, um, very physical. He's smart. Um, he knows exactly what he's doing. Uh, of course, he's still, you know, everybody has their mistakes. He's young. He has a, a lot of room to grow and some space. But uh, he does really, really well in uh, Russian quarterback. And uh, uh, even in the run game, dude, he's pretty, he's pretty good. Um I can go on and on. Uh, Design, even though he's, you know, has this experience, he's still young compared to me. Um, yeah. He's he's elite. He's a, he's exactly what uh, he he's supposed to be, and he he's still got a lot of room to grow too. So um, that's another guy, and I definitely enjoy Sammy as well. Um, uh, always always have a smile on his face. He's just a, a good-hearted kid, and uh, he does really well uh, in the roles that they give him. And um, he's very confident in himself, and uh, he uh, takes coaching. He takes he takes you know criticism really well. So, you know, those are a few guys to say the least. Man, what do you see? Well, what is the hardest part? And I guess maybe this is for uh, some of the younger guys who might uh, listen to the podcast. Well, when you're a young guy, and this is your first time away from home. You're playing at a big time university. You might not be playing a lot. Well, what are some of the challenges that that those guys face, kind of week to week? And and how, as a young player, and you haven't already gone through it, how do you kind of keep your head about you, stay engaged for those 15, 16, 17 weeks? Uh, what does that look like day to day? Yeah, no, for sure. But like you said, I've experienced it. Uh, when I was at Wisconsin, I was a, a true freshman. And I was, you know, planning on starting early and uh, went through an injury process. And uh, that whole year basically had pretty much no chance of, uh, of playing much. I played one game and I did really well. But uh, just uh, just in moments like, you know, having your small wins, enjoying yourself uh, and, and uh, being where you where you are, enjoying where you are. A lot of people don't really get the opportunity. Uh, that uh, that they have, that I've had, um, and, you know, just making it what it is and making it uh, as much as you can. Um, try not to put so much pressure on yourself, and that's uh, something that I, I need to tell myself a little bit more still to this day. But um, just enjoying yourself every day, having your small wins, like in your reps. If you win this rep, like just let that keep feeding itself. Uh, don't of course don't get stuck in it, but um, just you know enjoy the process, enjoy the struggle. Um, if you're not where you are, like where you want to be at the time that you want to be, it's it's all in God's hands. It'd be fine. Um, as a scout guy, enjoy it. Um, oh, it's not fun. <laughs> uh, I I can just see it on a lot of people's faces. It's just not fun. But um, uh, just enjoying the process you have so much time like it's just now as an older guy looking back on it just seeing like uh rj and Peyton, it's like bro y'all got like four years like it's crazy like man i blinked and it thought and i'm I'm done now so um you know just enjoying 
time. You got so much time. Man, uh, I'm kind of changing uh, changing leagues a little bit, uh, but but your guy, you you probably keep up with the NFL a little bit. Um, I, I saw the other day the NFL is considering banning, and I say this because you are a hitter, man, and you get guys down by by any means necessary. They're considering banning the hip drop tackle. Have you seen this? Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Okay, so I don't even know exactly like quite like what they're even talking about. I've seen a few videos. It's not like a suplex tackle, right? Where you grab a guy by the waist and you're throwing him back. Um, it's more of like uh. the one where you, you get your head behind him and then you're almost, it looks like you're almost dropping and rolling him to the ground. Man, when you see that as a defensive player and they're, they're yeah. trying to take away all the spaces of contact that you can hit, how do you figure that out when it comes to tackle in real time? Yeah, I mean, it takes away the game completely. Like, we can't, you know, go blow somebody up. You can't go head-to-head contact. Now you, now you can't gator roll uh, uh, open field, like, tackle. That's insane. Like, it takes, it literally takes away the game. <laughs> Um, they're trying to make explain it, uh, the gator offensive. roll for people. You you say that explain the gator roll for people who aren't sure. Well, what that means? Yeah, sure. I mean, prime example. Um, when we play Iowa State and they threw it to thirteen in open field, and I basically spin the dude around on my tackle. Like that's a gator roll tackle, and if that's a, a hip throw tackle, that's at this point is like what I might well just let him go score. <laughs> run straight through me do you think like go score and it, it's crazy how much they're trying to make this a, a, a offensive game uh even closing down the hashes like i get it whatever like yeah. you're trying to keep the ball in the middle of the field but that that is open more of the passing game it just does so much more for the offense and it just takes away the fun from the defense the trenches and a lot of things like this is crazy to me how far the game came and how much it changed. Mm. Yeah, man, it's almost uh, I, I was seeing that offensive production was down in the NFL for the first time since like 2014. And I think some of it is the defenses have caught up a little bit. and Now they're having to try and figure out a way to negate that back and say, well, what can we do to get these offenses moving the ball again? Um, when it comes, th- that's a that's kind of an interesting question, and, and maybe we'll hit this before I kind of ask you the final stuff for today. Um, you guys obviously face that 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 spread every day in practice. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, run every team runs some form of, of the RPO. Right. All of this stuff now is not new anymore. It was new back when mm. Chip Kelly was revolutionizing it, when some other people were were really bringing it to the forefront. Um, what do you think defenses have done this past decade? We're now at a conference like the Big 12. Right. You probably grew up seeing them score a, a million points. And now it's not quite like that anymore. It's a deep more of a defensive game. What have defenses done and where have they schematically adjusted in order for the offenses not to go out there and score, you know, OU and Texas Tech, prime example, like 2016, that thing was like 63 to 58. It was like 1,400 yards. Pat Mahomes, Baker threw for a million oh, yards. Yeah. 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 That was um, crazy. 
So so talk about what defenses now have done to to kind of limit that to some degree. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure um, all through like the uh, from, you know, the like you said, the revolutionized period of football and stuff like that. Uh, the package change, just adding more def- like running guys that can run all all downs and can cover all downs. I think that that definitely uh, made it made it a little bit easier to, you know, play the perimeter a little bit more and also. Uh, while doing that, uh, you know the 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 defense, uh, the the Rex Ryan defense of uh, the quarters perspective, and uh, the changing the stunts and changing the blitzes, and uh, you know split coverages, and just doing a lot of stuff to you know manipulate the quarterback as as well as manipulate the guy in the box. Um, uh, it, it definitely. Um, change change the game a little bit more to make it easier for uh the linebackers and the you know the front seven in general to where mm. now is more knowing the the mindset of knowing the passing downs and the passing yardage and stuff like that and turn into more uh uh pass rush instead of you know the basic uh uh rush to pass uh situation yeah i mean i would imagine you guys like did you have so much because I mean, when I was playing like youth football, high school, middle school, it was it was a little bit simpler. And like the DN had one job. It, it was it was contained. <laughs> it was like and now I couldn't imagine what a defensive end for like Oklahoma in the Big 12 conference has to be able to know. Right. I was yeah. listening to the Kelsey brothers say that that was the easiest position in the NFL to play. And even to that degree. Like speak on uh, some of the responsibilities and just the 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 level of football IQ that each player uh, on particularly a, a Venables defense um, has to know, has to be aware of, and maybe kind of go over a little bit, you know, maybe some examples without giving too much away. Yeah, no, I mean, you got to know a ton. You got to know a ton. Like uh, I ran a play the other day and uh, I was a blitzer. But um, depending on the blitz is where I have to blitz. So if I'm blitzing off the edge and the back comes to me, I have to go outside of him because I'm a blitz contain player. So if he releases, basically I have to like chip him to make the linebacker get a little bit more leverage over the back. And then it's wow. a bunch of different stuff. Like it's some place where you got to blitz and you got to peel. So if the back release, you got to grab him and run with him. Or, like, depending on what side the back is, is the side that will blitz and then where will blitz. I'll have to blitz under somebody because we have a rapper. And the rapper's coming around, so basically we're trying to move the quarterback off his spot just to get the rapper a tackle. So it's it's nuts. It's, it's, it's beyond insane from different formations, different checks to – Knowing where the receiver is on the field, if he's cut, I know if he runs it like over in a certain coverage, I got to take him. If he's not cut in that same coverage, I don't have to take him. Like it's just, it's a lot of thinking. This is a whole bunch of like stuff to you know to peel back and uh, uh, really execute from even even your your uh, alignment. Like you have to be in a, a precise alignment to where, like if you're not, you're just that one step off from making a play. So it's, mm. it's nuts. 
is nice. Yeah, I mean, that kind of goes against, I think a a lot of fans watch the game and, you know, they might see an older player make a mistake. And you've probably heard this a ton where it's like, man, get that guy out. I bet the young guy come in there and and do and not realizing like, yes, he might have made a mistake there. But if you put that guy in there. There's a lot of stuff he just just won't know, and and he just hasn't done it enough yet. Um, so you you guys are midway through the season. Uh, this will be kind of my last little bit of the day, man. Before we get out of here, uh, midway through the season, the team obviously has goals of championships. You guys are 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 all wins up to this point, which is a good spot for any team to be in. Um, what? do you all need to do what are maybe two or three keys down the stretch so that you guys achieve your goals as a team? Yeah, for sure. Um, establish the run. Like on offense, the more, the more yards we get running, the more it opens up for the passing game. And everybody know how that get. Like, it gets crazy. And we have like some, some crazy big plays. So, Definitely establishing a run on offense, on defense, executing our calls, um, and uh, being ready for all the tempo that we get. And even with our defense, knowing that all teams are going to motion just to get us off our spot, just to get us to talk, to think, uh, you know, realign. So uh, being prepared for that. And as well, just, you know, um, keeping that that grit, just keeping that hunger and all that want to. And uh, never getting satisfied. That's the that's out of all of those three things. That's the biggest thing I think. Man, you guys haven't really played a cold weather game yet, have you? I'm waiting for it. Me personally. Oh really? Okay. You like the cold weather games? Oh yeah. I'm I'm definitely uh, <laughs> uh I'm definitely a cold guy. Okay. Okay. So I mean, Provo <laughs> probably going to be pretty cold uh, up in Utah. Yeah. Uh, you got West V here in, in Norman. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Bedlam is sometimes kind of chilly, but you guys played them a little earlier this year. I'm trying to think. Yeah, you might Stillwater. just have a couple. Go- yeah. Yeah, we go to Stillwater too. That's a little bit later. Yeah. Man, you, you might not have a ton of cold weather games, man. I remember the OU's only had in the past decade like a handful of snow games. How many snow games did you have up in uh, Wisconsin? Mm. Minnesota. Uh, mm, 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 mm. Illinois is one year. Our freshman okay. year, play Illinois in the snow. Purdue was super cold. Penn State was iced out my freshman year. So Penn State was really good. That was probably the coldest game I've been in. Really? Uh, the, well, what, field, what kind of temperatures are we talking? Uh, the field was frozen. So I, I don't wow. I want to say more like 10, 12 degrees area. Ooh, man, yeah. what's that like? Uh, played, How, can you get warmed up enough to play good football? Oh, yeah, I okay. enjoy it because everybody, everybody else like breaks down. It's so normal to me because it being from Michigan. I played in multiple snow mm. games. Like I played in a blizzard before my I want to say my sophomore year. It was. Oh it was like two feet of snow, like twelve degrees. Two, oh my gosh, man! Did that? Yeah. <laughs> what was the score? Like three to three to two? It was it was twenty six twenty eight. Okay, okay. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so it was, it was 
Wow. But uh, you know, Minnesota was like one of those rain, sleet, snow games, and I felt like I had a pretty good game. I, it was cold. Like, my feet was hurting and my hands was cold. But like once like I play, like I don't feel it. Man, that that's I would I would bet you'd probably prefer what the the just the snow like that dry kind of nice thick snow over the sleet and the rain. Well, what what does Reggie yeah. Pearson Jr. prefer? Okay, okay, yeah. And in me personally, like the rain and sleet, like it's cool sometimes, but like when it gets like oh, like when it gets crazy, like if it's like like a lot of it, I don't like that. But if you know a little sprinkle sleet. And it's cold. I'm, I'm cool with that. I know it's like I can see, but when I can't see, I'm not too much of a fan of that. Gotcha. Man, I guarantee you, uh, I'm going to post this on Twitter. I guarantee you, you'll have OU fans talking about which uh, which games in Norman have been cold. I thought we just had a few in Norman the past decade or so that got kind of chilly late in the year. I think TCU they had in like 15 was pretty chilly. Um, so that there's been a few, man. Um, Reggie, any any words to Sooner Nation before we get out of here today, man? Uh, all I can say is enjoy yourself on Saturday and pack the palace. Let's go, man. Sooner Nation, make sure to go give Reggie Pearson of uh Jr. a follow. Reggie, tell everybody where to go follow you at. Uh, y'all can follow me on Twitter at ReggiePearson21 or y'all can follow me on Instagram at TheRealReggie.Junior Beautiful stuff. Awesome. Well, Sooner Nation, thank you all so much for tuning in today and we will see you soon.